I'm Tamatonga. Who the fuck is you? I'm making money the best way I know how. By recording this message for the only good wrestling podcast. Keeping up with the kayfabe. Subscribe now and leave a review. Let's do this! Son of a bitch! Idiot! Ah. Yeah! I'll to your pancake! I'll to your pancake! I'll to your pancake! What? You done flapped the wrong jack, sucker! Welcome everybody to Keeping Up With The Cave Babe. My name is Mark, and I am the, uh, oh no, I don't have one. I'm the page of this Japanese tag team that she's managing on SmackDown. Do they have a tag team name? No. No. Probably the Japanese experience is their tag team name. Okay, yeah, that's good. I like that more. Yeah. Oh, I the don't Japanese like any of this. I am the Oscar. My name's Jack and I'm the Oscar of love this that. Japanese dream, series. <laughs> or I'd, not even to meet her, I just love to be her in a weird big You just coat. love her. I love, do love her. I'm, I do have plans to get an Oscar tattoo. A big one as big well. One. Get get it on your ass and just have it say Oscar. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I am Jody and I am the Kyrie of this um, unnamed tag team. Yo, you get to, she's the best. You get to be a pirate princess, which is if that's not the most on brand. I ha- I wish I could not. Oh my god, I have a jacket that says pirate princess on the back. In like bedazzled from Disneyland, nice. and it's hanging up over there. And I wish I could prove it to you, but I when do. did you get it? When I was about fourteen. Right, so you could sue her for gimmick infringement at this point. Uh, yes, but also it is Pirates of the Caribbean licensed, so I feel like we're both. That's all right. So she is. Uh, imagine I want her and like Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp in the past when we didn't know about the bad parts before you started mm. smacking women. Yeah, or before this we one, knew about it. It's the thing him and Chloe Zane have in common, is him. Oh, you are on fire already. We're about two minutes in, Jack. You sorry? This I'm just having visions of myself sat in a courtroom listening to this podcast being played <laughs> out loud. Because you say things like allegedly and it doesn't matter in a court of law. Um, fuck. <laughs> anyway, that's that out of the way. Um, we are the only podcast that miraculously didn't move it during the Superstar Shake-Up because fucking everybody else did. Um, but we're here to talk about the Shake-Up. We're here to talk about um, the, the world of wrestling. And we're here to review WrestleMania. It feels like a lifetime ago, but it was just a few short weeks. Um, in some parts of the world, WrestleMania is still going on because that's how long it is. Some people are still trying to get out of the stadium, because let me tell you, I've never seen such a poorly organised event. Um, but regardless... Apparently it's one of the better organised ones as well. So, Well, I stood outside the stadium for three hours in the pissing rain, waiting for a taxi that never came. So, um, if you want to tell me that my experience is invalid, Jack, that's fine. Um, that, was, think... that has such a nice rhyme to that sentence. Oh, yeah. It's like an Oasis song. <laughs> it's got more than three chords though um, what do you want to talk about first NXT TakeOver I guess if you want to go chronologically through that weekend yeah go on then 
Um, I'm going to yeah, preface and, this by saying I don't think I finished watching it. I think I watched like two matches. You saw was the like, two matches. This that is you like. too exciting. And then I can I guess? Can I guess that that was Dream and Riddle? Yeah. Oh, that's tough actually because the main event. No. Johnny and Adam. No. no. The tag match. I've seen the first two matches. Okay, so the tag match and then yeah. Dream and Riddle. Well, then talk to me about those two matches. Oh. Jesus, Lord Christ. I'd just like to point out that I am at the same point as Jodie and I've not watched the rest of TakeOver yet. Boom. But I'm all caught up watch on the main the roster. Product. I'm all caught up on the main roster. Watch we we didn't product. finish watching it because we were too excited and that sounds like a lie, but we were watching I... them on Mania Day and we got so excited about how good it was we had to stop watching because we wouldn't be excited enough for Mania. Also... We wanted to watch the red carpet, but we didn't even watch five minutes of that. We didn't even see any good outfits. I actually did watch some of the red carpet, and I rated the outfits that I saw out of ten. So I have in my notebook, like, ten ratings Ooh. of people's outfits, we'll have to reveal if we're interested later. in that. That can be our segue into WrestleMania. That, that can be the the, 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 pre- uh, the middle of the show break. I, I travelled, like... 3,000 miles, stayed up about eight hours past my bedtime to watch NXT, and you can't even do it for, for this gosh darn podcast. I'm, I'm not about to have sympathy for you, Mark, <laughs> getting to go to TakeOver. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I will say, like, obviously you already know the result, but watching um, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, up until literally the night after that was the best wrestling match i'd ever seen in my entire life like i was out of my chair and you gotta remember it was like my body clock was on like 5 a.m uk time at that point because we got there that day we literally checked into the airbnb and went straight to 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 take over um and and like i was out of my chair i was screaming for johnny wrestling and just what a man what a mighty good man what a man what a man i feel like when your body clock's at 5am, it's the best time to watch wrestling. Because you're so delirious and stuff. Like, the, like you do truly get lost in it. And the, uh, what's the term? The spectacle of it just washes over you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, oh, it's... Um, you completely lose your um, hold on reality. Yeah, it's a lot easier to suspend your disbelief. That's what I was looking for. That's the exact expression I was looking for. My cat's got it wrong twice. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm really loopy. I've been stabbed with a tattoo gun. If this was a two out of three falls match, you'd have got yourself disqualified twice just then. Absolutely. Uh, scored the winner. Um, um, so the uh, the two matches that I saw, I would like to comment, weirdly, you'd think on the dream match, but no. I'd like to comment on the tag match. Because oh, Lord. I cried about five or six times during that match. Holy shit, yeah. Because it's one of the best tag matches I've ever fucking seen. I yeah. couldn't stop crying. Like, it was so fantastic. And just the story they pulled out of their butts in just one match, like, that is truly just, like, peak. It does not get better than that. And the sportsmanship, oh my god. Bowen and the crying at the end. Oh, I just ricochet. Yeah, was a mess man, at the that end. was yeah, that was like extremely emotional. It was like, and you know they ricochet has been was in NXT for a year, and Alistair I think a year and a half maybe two mm. years. 
um, and like the impact they've had, and also like obviously because they went up to the main roster and were tagging together, and I thought that worked really well. Actually, it was not like here's two guys we absolutely have to get their debuts right. It's just like cool, we'll just bring them up as a tag team, let them wrestle for a bit, and it played into the Dusty Classic storyline so well, um, and it just made it perfect on the day. And uh, like everyone there knew it wasn't they weren't going to win because they they're on the main roster now, but like. It was so emotional when they were saying their final bows and everything. Like literally, everyone was on their feet. It was it was unreal. Just incredible. Just oh. They also like were able to tell this great story, but also hit every single spot you wanted them to hit. Like the um, I I I'll be honest, I don't know which Viking experience member is which, but um. And he just runs from corner to corner, screaming his fucking arse off and hitting all yeah, those. and not and stopping. The ricochet, flippy shit, and the strikes from Alistair, like it just hit every single note you wanted to. Mm. But in the middle of it all, no. But the best the, part, the was... best part was when the first strike was thrown. It's like, okay, respects out the window a bit. We're gonna fucking hit each other. My favorite part was how it was like, oh, cool. We've got like two teams with totally different like um, styles. And when they copied each other oh, and they yeah. pulled out each other's moves, I lost my mind. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? I need to rewatch that. I've never rewatched it. I need to. I need to go back to. Yeah, it. definitely. Um, and I then think it, I think it's very fitting on uh, on the WrestleMania weekend where the Hart Foundation are going into the Hall of Fame. There is a tag team match that is that good. That is that yeah. much of a masterclass, and that tag team should sit down and watch and be like this is what we have to tell with our matches yeah Jody talked to me about Velveteen Dream the R-E-A-M I love him me too it's mm. difficult for me to be particularly articulate because I'm just like he's just my favourite the entrance start with the entrance I gotta give a shout out to my flatmate Tom who my flatmate Tom who on the way there was like I bet he comes out dressed as a Statue of Liberty and he got it absolutely bang on the money well done Tom just fantastic just what a guy like he specifically is like pretty much everything I like in a wrestler he's being carried by hunks he was carried by hunks yep but like I just that's the kind of wrestling I enjoy. He is the kind of wrestler I enjoy the most. And it's just like, mate, put on a bad match if you want, and I'll still love it because it's like just the vibe I'm into. Mm. I'm sure when he gets to the main roster he'll get around to putting on a bad match for you. Thanks, sweet. Looking forward to it. What did you do? Yeah, when he, when when he's getting three minutes on main event versus Curtis Axel, I'm sure. Oh. I'm not dunking on Curtis Axel, I like Mr. Axel, but I I'm saw... just talking about like um, dream tweet, I think it was yesterday, like, um, basically, like, shooting on Tyler Ty- Breeze. Yeah. And that hurt my soul. They are two absolute <laughs> favourites. Like, oh, no! Well, yeah, but you know, they're doing that to build to something, because oh, either Tyler's going to go back to NXT, or that'll be Dream's first thing, or it'll be like the Harper and Dijak match at Access, where it's just built on yeah. tweets from frustrated talent. I know, kind of but I'm like, lads, imagine if you two could be, like... Some co- oh don't you, don't get me started. What what do you two think? I think it's um, the chants between the two of them were insane, and like the way they stopped and wasn't properly went into it was very um, dare I say Hogan and Rock esque, where they just mm. basically had two whole minutes of absorbing the crowd and playing with them and getting them so fired up. Which 
it's a challenge after attacking for two matches that good. Because you'd think maybe it'd yeah. beat her down a bit, but nope, absolutely not. Absolute fire. Um, there, Velveteen Dream screams whenever he was in a submission. <laughs> but yes. <it's> horrible. <laughs> I don't know if you heard him, but like they were just, oh, he's yeah. selling so well. Yeah, I saw a. Um, it was a great tweet that got cited in a load of the. I don't know if you ever read the um, Uproxx coverage that they do for WWE. They do really good columns like best and worst of Raw, SmackDown, WrestleMania, whatever. And the guy that writes them is really good. And he pulled out a tweet that went viral on the night where it basically said that, like, Velveteen Dream is just the quintessential, like, sports entertainer because you've got Matt Riddle out here doing, like, MMA holds and jiu-jitsu kicks and flips and shit like that and Velveteen Dreams is doing like back rakes and sleeper holds and like he's the most wrestling person and you think how much of wrestling particularly independent wrestling and NXT as an extension of that is all about let's try and make it as real as possible strong style kick him really hard submission holds nicked out of UFC matches that kind of thing Velveteen Dream is just doing the exact opposite he's he's a 80s slash 90s wrestler and hamming it up to all the way up to 11 you know I haven't seen a back rate for ages. It's crazy. Very, um, very Rick Rude. Yeah, very Robert Rude. We'll um, get to him. <laughs> and so you didn't see any of the other matches, I take it? No, but... Do you know, do you know I... the results of them? Yes. You, thoughts on Walter as new UK champion? It was going to happen. And I think um, if there is a rematch after that, I think then it'll be time for Pete Dunne to be hitting the main roster. Mm. I think it could be coming very soon because he can't stay on WWK and NXT forever. They they're going to get him up soon, and he's enough of a name now. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. Oh, shit, how have I not watched it? Um, yeah, and Volta's an absolute hoss. He's just the perfect unstoppable champion. You could have him hold the belt for God. He could he could beat Pete Dunne's streak, and it'd be believable. And mm. it wouldn't be boring. Because I, I won't get sick of seeing him chop people's chests off. <laughs> he, um, at the latest NXT um, episodes or whatever, he's got a new stable that he's formed. So he's got um, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel with him. And he's got the um, Alexander Wolf out of Sanity. Oh. The German one. Yeah. So they're a, a European Union. It's, a, it's, it's a new ring camp kind of thing. Kind of, yeah, an upgraded ring camp, basically. Um, yeah, it was the match was quite slow, but it was like quite brutal. You know, it was quite British strong style. A lot of joint manipulation, I'm going to assume. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's normally you say that about the Matt Riddle match. Sweet. Joints, weeds. Sweet. Did you see him with the milk backstage? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, I really spat my whole job. Fucking hero. The fun that Matt Riddle had at WrestleMania just is the purest thing. He was just living his <laughs> life. Just there for catering because he'd smoked a fatty bombatty before. <laughs> <laughs> He's the he keeps banging on about how he wants the Brock Lesnar match and he wants to retire him. I want it not because I think the match will be good, just because he's the complete opposite of Brock Lesnar. In that oh, he's yeah. fun, he's yeah. happy, he smiles. Both of, them, that. both of them fail drug tests, but in very different ways. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't say it to his face, though. Um, 
I'd the say it's about Riddler's face. I can't imagine him getting angry. Seems like an yeah. absolute sweetheart. The women's match, the, the four-way, was, I thought, really good. It was a little bit short, which is kind of a running theme on NXT shows, unfortunately. Keeps happening. Yeah. Um, it's also the but, only women's matches on the cards, normally. Yeah, um, and it's been that way, I think, since... I think it was since the London takeover, because that had the Asuka and Emma match on it, and mm. Nia and Bailey. I can't think of one more recently than that, but... I don't know. It, like it was great, and the EO and Kyrie had some stuff, and like they've been best of friends for however long, on TV and off, and it was nice to see them wrestle each other because obviously they're two extremely talented people. Um, I just, I Shayna's just going to hold that belt for fucking ever, isn't she? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and I I I've been trying to think like about her potential challenges because obviously it's like you know enjoy her title run while it's here, but I'm wondering like. Who is? Oh, I've just burped into the microphone. Sorry. Who is it that's gonna beat her for it? Is it gonna be like? Could you see Dakota Kai coming back and doing it? Because obviously she injured her, or maybe like Candice LeRae. It's got to be someone super popular, super um, nice. Maybe you know. Tony Storm. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't. I guess I've not really thought about her going to NXT, NXT domestic, NXT US. Mm. Um, I think maybe someone like Tony Storm or. Depends who's in the next May Young Classic. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, um, and then the main event. So obviously you heard what happened. I, I presume, and I gushed about how much I was stood on stood on my chair, out going out of my mind, enjoying the match. Um, Johnny Gargano, NXT Champion, finally, right, and got himself a big hug from Tommaso at the end. What do you think oh. of that? That's cute. I didn't know Tommaso came out at the end. I hadn't seen anything yeah. like that. Uh, and, the whole thing was, come he was out, it was vacated because he, came... he had a really nasty injury, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had neck surgery. Um, and he and it was the same. So Candice comes out and raises Johnny's hand and then Johnny's backed up to the to the stage, basically at the same spot when Tommaso attacked him whenever it was and when he turned on him. And Tommaso comes out and the crowd like goes wild and Johnny Gargano on the replay just said to the camera, yeah, he's right behind me, isn't he? It was like he was in a horror movie. <laughs> um, but they, they, they're all they're all friends in kayfabe now. What was, what was the reaction like when Champa came out? Oh, I thought people, I think people thought that he was going to attack him again. Mm. Were they, um, were they happy to see him or were they scared? Um, well, he's gotten to the point, and NXT fans have gotten to the point where, like, even though his character for however long has been the most despicable man in wrestling, some people just cheer him because they think, yeah, I like that. Um, it's like it's the kind of people that cheered Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. It's like, no, play along. You're supposed to boo him, yeah. you know? Smart. Um, yeah, goddamn educated fans. Reddit fans. God, <laughs> probably, got, probably go home and complain about it on their podcast. Uh, <laughs> I... I saw a lot of people moaning like, "Oh, that's not what Champa would do. He wouldn't hug Johnny, or Johnny wouldn't hug him." That kind of thing. And I, I saw a really good take that was um, about how the first injury that he had, the one that took him out after their tag run and sent him on the psycho killer run, that injury, that injury, that surgery broke Tommaso Champa, and then his most recent one fixed him. Like mm. that, that was the the character arc for Tommaso Champa, and now he'll just come back and be good guy Tommaso. I think it makes complete sense because he's been so obsessed with having that belt and mm. wanting nothing else. And now he physically can't have that belt. He isn't allowed to compete to have it right now. So why have... would he not want his best friend who 
like it was also like his worst enemy at one point but you know yeah either way he would want Gargano to have that belt having the belt cost him everything so it's about rebuilding everything else around you I suppose mm. and Candice was there as well I bet they went back to the hotel and had the best threesome of all time oh Mark <laughs> Jesus Oh. I did not think that was where it was going. Well, well neither I mean, did Tommaso, I suppose. Did. Yeah, they strike me as weird sex people, but it's fine. Whatever they make. These happy. are sex people, Len. <laughs> I will not be part of your sex festival. <laughs> so, that's NXT. Uh, did, I, I guess, did you watch any of the um, New Japan Ring of Honor show at Madison Square Garden? No, I can wait behind. Nope. <laughs> You're on like last year's New Japan Cup at this point, aren't you? You're more oh, than yeah, calendar year. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Basically, um, what, I was going to have a nice sit Japan down. Stuff. I was going to have a nice sit down and watch it all today, but just then he got a three-hour tattoo. Instead. Yeah, yeah. Drunk Jack looked a tattoo. Oh yeah, what, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! I got a little froggo. He's carrying a skull. Right. It's like a Japanese style froggo. Oh, okay. I didn't know if this was the Asuka tattoo coming into play. Like you'd actually foreshadowed and got on it. But no, the Asuka ne- is on. Asuka's it's a Japanese off. sleeve. Yeah, right, this okay. Japanese boy. Yeah, she's, she's going to be at the uh, top. for um, Madison Square Garden. Just watch all the New Japan stuff. Don't watch the, the Ring of Honor stuff. Oh, I don't really um, want to watch Enzo and Cass. So I probably won't. Oh, it's well, they were like they were Kazuzu or something now. Enzo <laughs> and Kazixel. Um Yeah, they weren't actually shown on the the show. They were. This is why everyone thought it was real because the cameras panned away and they didn't cover it. Um, Enzo and Cass fucking shitting on my Tongan boys the on their big moment. <laughs> Who the fuck is you? <laughs> um, yeah, the Osprey Cobb match, the the tag match, the 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 battle royal is good. The Rumble, um, and then Jay and Okada and Naito and Ibushi. I can't think what other matches there were. I think everything else was Ring of Honor. Did you like, like the Osprey Ro- match? The Osprey match, I liked it because he lost. <laughs> and there Jeff Cobb threw him around a lot. There it is. Wait. For... Oh, I was rooting so hard for Jeff Cobb. Man. Like <laughs> Will Ospreay being the first person to wrestle in Madison Square Garden, not under a WWE contract in fifty years or whatever, was gravely upsetting to me. So I was like, I want him to lose. Okay. Go on, please do your impression of him. Just one more time. <laughs> oh, I don't have anything to say for him. Oh. I didn't even do nothing, Jeff Cobb. <laughs> That's all I needed. I have to clarify, every time after I do that, I really like Will Ospreay. But that interview with him talking about Vader is just really fucking funny. Yeah, I don't fucking. Um, and then on to... Uh, actually, let's t- talk to me about the, the Hall of Fame, the red carpet. Who was looking hot and who was looking not? So, not Byron Saxton. I didn't watch all of it, but the ones that I did see on the red carpet, I rated them all. Shall I just mm. do a quick fire round? Go so, on. Byron Saxton, 10 out of cool. 10. Terrifying sideburns, Liberace. <laughs> okay. Uh, As in, they looked like, or he stole them from, or? I don't know. Okay. Um, Sweet, sweet Shinsuke in his bow tie, 8 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Um... Rebby, Mrs. Matt Hardy, an 11 out of 10. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, it looked like Matt had gone 
back in time and become mm. himself ten years ago. He does which look like he really frightened me, so I couldn't give him He's a score well. because it was it was so scary. Um, Mind you, Matt Hardy ten years ago was like peak TNA drugs and fucking okay. Well, on Matt weird Hardy, shoot, suicidal shoot, rants online, shooting uh, shooting AJ, AJ Styles while eating like full English breakfast in a cafe. Okay, well yeah. he has aged backwards. Um, Jeff Hardy, sick leather pants, eight out of ten. You see him fucking swearing on the red carpet in his interview. No. He said like um, and all that shit, and then caught himself as he was saying shit, and then like, <laughs> and then put his hands in his pocket and like looked down at the floor like a kid that had just been punished. It's because his brain trying. His brain changing egos at like. Two He's miles trying an hour. his best. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh no! I didn't mean to curse on the red carpet. <laughs> this is a wholesome family he... show. Shit. What was that when he was when he was in his like um in his in his dark years in TNA and he was doing these weird video messages to CM Punk. Do you yeah, remember that? That's, that's what, uh, CM you Punk, t- yeah, that's right. T- that's when Matt Hardy's eating the full English in that video. <laughs> you like- take us, I think you take us so much to go to sleep. I think you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do drugs? Well, oh, I do all him. the <laughs> drugs. What do you think, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> They were both going through a lot. They're both far healthier and better go, now, and I'm very happy for them go both. Going a lot of bottle of pills. Okay. I think you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> can we watch that as soon as this is finished? Yeah, then we can watch his match. Live soon. reacts only, please. <laughs> okay, so Iconics, when they were told I- you look Iconic. stunning and said, I know, that I know. was fantastic. <laughs> but they looked, I'm, I'm, they looked great, but five out of ten outfits. Not um, Iconic enough. Bobby Lashley as Fagan, 7 out of 10. Well, did he have a flat cap on? I can't even remember. He, he looked That's like it. he'd just got a bunch of kids off the street. <laughs> I was trying to remember. Who he... In a good way or...? <laughs> In a I mean, fake I gave way. him a seven. That's, that's, not, so... that's, not a, that's not a kid. That's Leo Rush. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I've written Baron <laughs> just 7.5. No comment. Just a 7.5. Same with his matches, isn't it? With um, his TGI Friday's jacket on. I gave Drake Maverick a 9 out of 10 because he said sequins are my favourite colour and same. Okay. Um, I gave Mustafa and his wife both a 10 out of 10 because they were so pure and lovely and matching. Yeah. Loved yeah. that. Um, Alexa Love looked cute. She got a 7. Um, Titus and all his family, which Jack likes to point out he kisses on the mouth. He, um, he's I just get- a man who kisses his son on the lips. It's There's crazy. no shame in that, Jack. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. I gave, I gave them no score. I just said they looked dapper. Um, wow. I gave Mandy Rose a they seven called, point five. They called uh, Batista Uncle Dave though. They did, and that's I think why they got no score because I was too enamoured with the fact they just were just calling him Uncle Dave. They were mm. all just there for Uncle Dave. Um, Mandy Rose got a seven and a half out of ten, but I don't remember what she wore. Corey Graves gave her a thousand out of ten. Yes. And then the last one on the list, Buddy Murphy. He is a sweet boy who was nervous about his suit. Oh, and he just had his mate. He just took his <laughs> mate and was like, neither of us usually wear suits. And I'm like, sweet boy. But friends. he's going out with Alexa, isn't he? Exactly. His significant other was already there, so right. he just brought along his mate from um, Australia. Uh, he's properly utilised properly utilised the plus one, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, exactly. he just had his mate there, and his mate right. was like, I don't usually wear just, a suit. <laughs> Fucking just, right, just, just waiting for a mate. 
um, he Why got seven point five. Do this to me. That's everything. Steal my suit. Pretend you don't know me. <laughs> what do you think of the new stage setup at the Hoff? Oh, well, they're in the ring now. Yeah. Um, strange. It just makes you think of like when they do the um, the access stuff, with, like the Ultimate Warrior statue and all that. Yeah, um, it's I completely fine. Re- agree with the potential of it no longer being that kind of thing. I think yeah. Hall of Fame should be a ceremony, mm. and it should be completely separate. I think it should be its own venue, its own thing. I don't understand why there's fans there in the first place. Yeah. I will say you shouldn't be able to run onto the stage and tackle wrestlers. That's yeah, a big that's design flaw. Weird. Now, now I'll draw the line Jack, there, Jack. I disagree with you. I think that it's a bloody free country. Um, <laughs> No, I, I agree. It should be it should be like a I don't know, a gala dinner or something and you yeah. should bid for tickets and money goes to charity. Like they do that shit all the time for their philanthropic work. So Doesn't make any uh, sense that it's not. Having fans there is a fucking nightmare because they're popping and cheering and clapping during every fucking line. They're booing like they'll boo Roman or Cena when he comes on screen during an advert for something or during reactions when they're in the crowd. It's just a nightmare because it's like I tell you what they should do. They should make it. They should mandate a dress code. You should turn up in like extremely smart wear only. Mm. Weed out the dickheads that turn up in t-shirts. Yeah. And no rustafarian like hats, mate. Yeah, unless you're of that faith, of course. Then you can obviously wear it. Um, I quite like the idea of it not being for fans or maybe for like, um, like you say, like a gala or something. But I also like that it's kind of a night for the locker room. It's, it's like, for them, it's, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, their, it's their, their staff there. too. Have them there. Yeah. And like it's have... their staff too. They all get dressed up and they like sometimes they'll tell jokes on stage <laughs> that literally only they will understand. Yeah. And they're popping themselves. But it's that's that's their fucking night. Yeah, and have their friends and family and stuff. Like they can pay for the tickets and that money goes to charity, because let's face it, like they have an a, a charity award. Like it doesn't make sense that mm. I don't know, I think it's weird. I like the idea of it being their staff do. Well, here's a question for you. Which wrestler, any roster, is the most likely to be the one getting drunk and sitting bare ass on the photocopier? It would have been Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. That's a fucking bulletproof pick, and you've managed that so quickly. Yeah, I it's because It's because the year before, like, uh, yeah, last year's Hall of Fame, he was fucking smashed because he's an absolute yes. lad. Ask <laughs> me about my dress shoes. Well, your dress shoes. I am wearing dress shoes. Wearing dress shoes. <laughs> also, uh, see also the Usos. They get fucking crook. Yeah. And sometimes fight police mm. Yeah. Oh. oh, before we talk about WrestleMania, can we just talk about Dean fucking Ambrose for a, for a oh, minute? Can we yeah. just pull over for a minute and talk about Dean Ambrose? Cue like How the sad. Reminiscent music. What's the reminiscent music? Just like oh. music when you're remembering someone. Like, or could, it's or could, been a long time. Or just get a recording, instead of a motorbike revving up, just a motorbike slowing down. And it's like piano. It's like... Yeah. Just, what a guy. Sad, you know. Sad that it's... I mean, nice for him that he got a nice send-off and didn't fuck anyone off on his way out, but... No. It kind of hit me seeing that picture of Rene wearing the denim jacket with his face painted on the back of it. Um, I just yeah, he's I think had a bigger impact than most people probably realise because his matches are not five star technical masterpieces, but he's a consistent character. You know he was only off for that nine months with the injury. He literally hadn't had time off before that. Solid guy, solid person. It seems like 
Um, hilarious, I think. And I don't know. I'll, I'll just miss him. I think they'll be far poorer without him. I I was saying when he was injured, how much like there was a Dean shaped hole in yeah. my little heart, and just like he does everything asked of him so well. He's the funny character. He's the vicious heel. He's the fucking brawler. He's a underdog. He do, he can do it all. Mm. Apart from like the weird shit they gave him at the end, which yeah. even so, he gave him a good fucking go. Yeah, pull that off. yeah. He's like, and you think of the character, like the actual capital C characters in that universe. There are not many fuller formed people than Dean Ambrose because he can do the funny, goofy shit. He can do the really loyal "I'm your brother" shield stuff. He can do the like angry at Seth for turning on him shit. He can do the vicious heel shit. And he can do the like sad tear jerky. So he can do all of that, and you don't really need justification for any of it. You can understand where all of those bits of his character come from if he turns them on one day, you know. And he just he just lives for the business. He genuinely just loves professional wrestling, and he's going out on his own terms, which I'm really happy about. I'm glad it's not like a nasty injury. So yeah, he's out for good. I uh, yeah, I, I selfishly I I want him to still be there, but I guess if he was still there, careering on a pretty average heel run I guess we wouldn't be having this conversation you know mm. but I uh, just wanted to drop that in anyway Wrestlemania it was about thank you Dean thank you <laughs> let's talk about Wrestlemania it was about 12 hours long so we don't have to talk about every single match we can just talk about some highlights if you would like yes um, yeah anything you want to highlight uh, Cruiserweights I remember being pretty good big time um, it's annoying those adverts for WrestleMania in the middle of their matches. I can mm. at least give them the, give them the ten minutes that they're actually. Chewing, Ad, you know? Yeah, adverts for the show that you're watching. Um, the Andre the Giant, the armbar. Because I can't be able to say the whole thing. That was, at like just the most predictable thing. The mm. most obvious outcome happened, which is fine. It's a bit of goofy celebrity shit, but funny. Um. Weird that those two from Saturday Night Live ended up getting fingered by Kevin Nash at the end of the night. Like, and Scott Hall. And Scott Give him right. credit. Yeah. Fucking weird. That was really strange, but yeah. also wrestling. Uh, I'm trying to go for it in order in my head. Well, you've already butchered it because you've missed two matches, so I've got well, the order in front of me. You've missed Shall I get my, I'm going to get my journal out where I've got my scores. Oh, missed... I, still haven't ad- I still haven't added out my scores. I you, probably won though, knowing me. You uh you've missed the women's battle royal. Uh, that was fun. I remember it being quite fun. I will say when everyone thought Sarah Logan won because Carmella was out of the ring, well convincing. Like she could do sh- huge shit for them. She like everyone. Oh, yeah. Everyone was like, oh wow, oh wow, Sarah Logan's won the battle royal. Like it was not like, with the utmost respect, if if it had been Liv Morgan, everyone would have been like, yeah, whatever. Like. What's what's gone wrong here? Whereas everyone, no, I thought she'd won it. I was, I was everyone quite happy. popped super hard for Sarah Logan, but yeah, I was quite happy she won it. I mm. think she's great. And but then Carmella sneaks up behind her. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, and the Raw Tag Team Championship. I want to say, I'm sat in my section was a guy cosplaying to the point perfectly as Kurt Hawkins. Oh, <laughs> I don't sad. know if any if that if anyone has ever done that before, but he was he was. <laughs> Completely spot on. 
So, I said to Jack that that was going to happen, and I was like, "Mate, he's getting his moment now. It's, yeah. it's after all this time. It's it's all been worth it." And he was like, "No, no, this is the thing. <laughs> I I had that as well, but then I changed my answer during the entrances, right? Because I was like, they are gonna they're gonna reward um they're gonna reward Dash Wilder or whichever one it was for yeah." Punching the guy who tackled <laughs> Bret Hart, so it's like if you punch that guy, you know you get a WrestleMania with. That's just the way the yeah. business works. Right. Grab the bar for ring. Been, yeah, right. you got we a good rubber. Dissecting guy. that footage for oh, yeah. hours <laughs> at that point, just hours and hours. Every single time I saw that dude get punched, it filled me with glee because fucking cunt. <laughs> anyway, um, and then I'm really happy for the uh, for the. The tag team formerly known as the Edgeheads. Can I really quickly just go back to the Women's Battle Royal? Yeah. I thought, in my weird plan of things that were going to happen at WrestleMania, I thought we were going to have Dana at the end. I thought they were going to have a big yeah. Dana pop. pop. I wanted yeah, that. Yeah, I thought... I wanted her to be right at the end. I wanted her to have the most eliminations. Like, I thought we were really going to get like a big moment. Wasn't there a Dana Brooke chance? There was, there was yeah, there, there was a pop. I had a, there was a guy in front of me that was moaning that she can't wrestle and all this kind of shit. But other than that, I, it was general positivity around her. She is like to be someone... honest, Mark. The fellow in front of you also probably couldn't wrestle, so well, yeah. <laughs> I sh- should have said that to his face. Um, <laughs> I, they give her such small amounts. They give they drip feed her like the odd promo here, the odd match there, and I th- I just think she does a great job every time. I get she's not the most popular, but like that. That pro- I, I probably spoke about this on the last podcast. Actually, we did, the, yeah. The, against Rousey, yeah. That the bit where she goes, you know, I, I, I don't have to be better than her at all. I just have to beat her for three seconds. That's fucking great. Like that's a absolutely what you want. A couple of years ago, we can say that she was a bit rough around the edges, but like now you can like tell massively she's put in like pure hours into just being like, yeah, I'm just gonna be literally as good as I could possibly be yeah love dana um sorry continue no it's i absolutely i'm happy to talk about dana brooke at any time um on to the main show um and i fucking lost my shit when paul Heyman started walking out and because oh. I, I knew what was going to happen i just knew they're going to pull the he's not main eventing so we're fucking going on now what a and, roller coaster of emotions it was oh with. shit man national anthem Hulk Hogan, yeah, Paul Heyman, <laughs> the whip, and then we and then burn it so down. Scream so early on in the show, it's ah. just like, oh my god! I, I, I'll be honest, guys, I was fucking nervous when Hulk Hogan came out. I was fucking terrified. Oh, but there is, yeah, most people are beauty in him joking about getting the stadium name wrong and then <laughs> actually getting the stadium name wrong. Fucking idiot. But then, yeah. Also, just on the point of Hulk Hogan, um. Really appreciated Big E's tweet about Hulk Hogan apologising to him formally. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think a spot that big, you kind of need to do more than just say sorry. I still fuck Hulk Hogan, you know, like I'm not... Oh, well, yeah. I I slumped in my chair when his music hit. I was like, fucking hell, have I picked like an absolutely awful WrestleMania to come to? Um, I don't think any of us are like, oh, yeah, Hulk stands now. But it's, it's kind of like, that is like... If we're gonna do it, all right. Let's just we're gonna turn over a new leaf and let's just make it. If it's gotta happen, it's gotta happen. Yeah. I'm glad Biggie is. I'm glad he approached Biggie directly after what happened last time. Mm. And yeah, 
Do you want to hear the burn it down? Yes. Oh, God. Well. Fucking wild. 80,000 people screaming that. I completely lost my voice by the end of it as well. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I don't need to talk tomorrow. I'm just going to scream. Yeah, yeah, please for Seth. Uh, Jody, what was your reaction as our chief? Oh, my God. Um, like, I have, Brock Lesnar hater. I have a video of you screaming. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's on my one second. <laughs> um, very, 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 very great. Yeah. Just great. Fantastic. Good match, though. Well, I'm surprised that, it, that all it took was the low blow and the three curb stomps. You think of the um, shit that like Roman and him have done in matches before now, like six spears and four Superman punches and all this. I, I think it just proves that all that damage can be done to Brock Lesnar and you can't beat him, but his one weak spot is his gonads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. His cock and his balls, both of them. <laughs> um yeah, big big fan of that. It was just like it was absolute because they were, they were apparently going to open with AJ and Orton. I am so glad they chose to change that because it was just the right tone setter. It was like high energy, fast paced. It was really something and one of the one of the big three baby faces that people wanted to win. You know, and all those suckers that didn't get in early enough. Like, mate, uh, it started. Yeah, the, I didn't see any of that. I, was that? Was that a thing on Twitter or something? Like, people couldn't get in? Because the place was rammed. No, I think it's just one of those things where, like, any event, the first thing that happens is usually they're like, not everyone's going to be present. Yeah. That's what the pre-show's there for, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. One thing that uh, the crowd were, that people were tweeting about was uh, the lights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Turn that light Is that a problem for you? It wasn't a problem for me. I could see the entire section, and it would have been, like, 10,000 people who just had... And it was a problem for all four nights, lights just shine because it's the way they like their events when you get the most vocal fans and the most amount of people they're going to be the ones that kick up a fuss about it because of the way they like the crowd to show look at all these people we've got watching our show it just makes it impossible to see for some people and when you've got that on top of the um the corner posts over the ring that stop people in the corners being able to actually see the ring like we we shared a subway train home with with someone and she her son was in tears like he was like having a he was in hysterics because and she showed a picture and it was literally one of these horror stories where like the ring is here and there's a post right in the middle of it and you can just see oh the turnbuckle and it's like you pay thousands for that and the whole experience obviously we got really lucky with ours but um i, I would yeah my advice to everyone would be sit on the side or the front or the back do not sit in a, anywhere near a corner because you will just miss mm. part of the ring it's like criminal that they could sell those seats really or they haven't got some sort of better arrangement but when they're yeah. in yeah, when when crazy. they're in stadiums without a roof, that's why, like, say the New Orleans ones, thirty and thirty-four, it doesn't matter because they had a roof over the top. They can put the mm. lighting up there, but when it doesn't, they have to build a structure for it. It's awful. Um, it's messed up. Lighting's a weird thing to get wrong. Like, I get headaches if there's like light in my eyes. But like, if if my mum was in that position, yeah, she would have had an immediate migraine. Like, yeah. I think like lighting's such a weird thing to like, yeah, to mess up for that long time as well I know that's really serious but I did just imagine your mum at Wrestlemania she was and like oh in, no I've got in, I just imagined her marking out to Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar like um, losing her mind incorrect it's not how it'd go down but I have that in my head now it would be I would say 99% confusion it'd be like when she saw Hawk win and fell asleep oh yeah that happened one time 
That's a story for another podcast. I have to hear that at yeah. some point, though. <laughs> Completely different podcast. <laughs> Um, I have to say I've got literally nothing to say about AJ and Randy. This was uh, this was this was just a match. Fucking forgot it happened, right? Yeah, but it exactly. wasn't like awful. It was fine. No, it was a match. It's like reviewing the taste of water. Oh no, because water's great. Like right. no, yeah. Weak squash. I thought you were talking about a film then, but I realised that's The Shape of Water, not The Taste of Water. The Taste, <laughs> the taste of Water would water. be a much funnier film name. The Taste of Water is the triple X parody of the same. That is just the oh, sex gosh. scene over and over and over again. She fucked the fish. <laughs> um, after that was the four-way tag match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Usos, Rusev and Nakamura, The Bar, and Alistair Black and Ricochet. I thought this oh, was fucking fun. I thought this was fucking great. I thought this was yeah. brilliant. I had a lot of fun with There's it. some blooming good brothers in that ring oh, mm. good brothers. apart from the good brothers but this man oh. like and i had to stop myself because when they were coming out i was like you know alistair black's music here and ricochet's music here and i was just like these two are getting a fucking like wrestlemania entrance like they're not just being shafted out like everyone here is looking like a fucking hero um and it's like those eight men are so ridiculously talented between them it's oh, unreal insane. like pick a Pick a better four-way tag. They always have these four-way tag matches where they just chuck everyone in a ring. Pick a better four-way in WrestleMania history, like especially recent WrestleMania history. It's like I'm going to say that, I, and you'll now do it. But I'd have to go for like every WrestleMania. Sure, card. sure. But like this was just solid. I thought. Yeah, it, I get, like with today's roster, that's the best thing you can put on. Yeah, it's one of as well. That's it's crazy. It's, it's one of the only matches I've rewatched since as well, and that's probably a testament to how good it was. Um, it was so fluid. Like, yeah. Just went on effort, effortless, effort, effortlessly. I mean? A lot less effort than it took you to say that, basically. <laughs> that word I struggle with, so I mean, it's happened before. Um, I'll come over again to the um, to our special correspondent, Jody for this next match, Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Oh, my God. Never talk about a man's family, damn it. That was so good. Oh, my God. Mark, were you like, what was even happening in there? Like, how were people actually in the room reacting to that? I think, the, like, Babyface Miz laying into Shane, like, going fast, not just doing, like, sleeper holds and punches and that kind of thing. Like, he, he's... He's almost born to play that role, and you don't know that because he's been a heel for so long. Um, and the the stuff in the crowd was like, obviously, I was way up top at the back of the stadium, but it was kind of it was in between me and the ring, so we got a really good view of it. Um, I just thought it was like really good fun. You know, it was it could have been like a it could have been a really bad wrestling match, and I'm glad they took the route of just like hamming it up and beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. You know, it was so fun to watch, and it like was really like edge of the seat as well it's like what is possibly gonna happen next like i feel yeah. like and this is i don't mean this is a negative thing at all it's gonna sound like it but i feel like miz went up to shane's level shane didn't come down to miz's level and i don't mean that in like skills i just mean that in, but in like, like backstage rules and stuff like in, that. yeah like in in sort of like the the sort of like rougher stuff Committing like, to the I bit, feel like, yeah. Because yeah, like, that's what like Shane's Miz, known for. Yeah, I feel like not. Miz sort of like was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet yeah. you there. Yeah. You don't have to meet me there. When Shane 
fell on what was it like a forklift or like some sort of like what? It's like a cart, like he falls onto the roof of some sort of vehicle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then just goes straight off onto concrete. Fucking terrifying. Can't do that mm. on concrete. Uh, and then at the end, even though, like, a lot of people will complain about the kind of airbag thing. Wasn't uh, that, that visible? Well, i got to say, yeah. No. Uh, on the cameras, like, yeah, but also, I don't want them to die. So yeah. Still enjoy it. Thank you very much. Still fucking No, I, huge I want hype. it to be as painful as possible, thank you very much. And, like, it was a really good ending. The ending shocked me. Yeah. Because no one wanted that, but when it happened, like, you couldn't really be mad. No. Because it's like, whoa, okay, <laughs> alrighty then. Like. I, what I will say, it was completely not obvious what had happened in the arena, because everyone knew that it was Miz that had suplexed him off, and then obviously Shane's music started playing, and you couldn't see into the, the thing they'd fallen on, so it was just, like, mass confusion for, like, 30 seconds. And then yeah. the replay, I'm guessing. To be fair, it's not like it was obvious. Like, the three count had to happen, and then you were like, oh. Mm. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't like even watching it. It wasn't just like, oh my god, and then there's a three count, and then he wins. It was kind of like, it happens, and then you, your brain catches up yeah. with what you've just seen. If when the uh, if when the Undertaker streak ended resulted in that shocked Undertaker guy, this would have been like somewhat surprised Miz guy. That was the kind of vibe. Like everyone was like, "Oh shit, really?" Um, one that surprised me: the next match, the four-way for the women's tag team championships that the Iconics pulled out of the bag. Oh like, fuck yeah! Iconic. Pops so hot. Holy shit! And I tell you what, and I did. I only caught it on the replay. The because was it Beth Phoenix has Bailey up, I think, on the ropes and does the move on her, and. Mm. Billy Kay tags her and does a blind tag, and no, oh, yeah. nobody caught it. And so when Billy Kay comes in and, ta- and pins her, I was like, Billy Kay's not the legal person. How's that work? And they show it on the replay, and I was like, shit, that's good. That's good fucking wrestling right there. It's fucking spot on as well. Yeah. Yeah, great. Really tough for them. Place went mad. Really good match. Place went absolutely mad for the Iconics. <laughs> Twitter blew up for them as well. Yeah. Iconics, and they're just great oh, fun. Great. All of their backstage promos, and they're like they remind me of what the New Day were when the New Day were heels. Yeah, like just dicking around with Tom Phillips and people like that for seventeen minutes on a Fallout video. Like you want to boo, but you're too busy laughing at them. Really? Yeah, they're very much like Edge and Christian in that respect. Oh yeah, yeah. Give uh, them more mic. T- give them all the mic time in the world because I. It's just their voices is the funniest thing in the fucking world. And then the next match, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. I got a goofy smile on my face as I'm saying that, if you can hear that. Um, yeah, talk to me. Talk to me about this match. Do you want to go first? Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, I think it. Because of the placement in it and how sleepy I was, I was like... You were delirious it, at this point. Yeah, and it woke me up, but in like I just couldn't deal with anything after that. Because mm. I was like, well, I've already seen the greatest thing I'm going to see all year. I'm just really not even interested <laughs> in anything that could possibly come after this. <laughs> you were stressed. And you were stressed a lot the match. I, was, yeah, I didn't enjoy was the match mm. in the sense of I was just so scared of what was going to happen. Yeah. And then when he won, I cried for probably 20 minutes at least straight. Oh, yeah. I missed a lot of the stuff that happened straight after because I just couldn't stop crying. I was just like, oh my God. Like everyone who's watching this, 
Like, I, I can't think of anyone who was watching it and didn't feel that way. Like, literally only dickheads. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, oh my god. Oh. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't even recall the match because I just was too tense. Go go and rewatch it. It's a fucking great wrestling match as well. That's the thing. Oh, Obviously, yeah. it's it's stressful in the moment to watch because you want the right thing to happen, but it's a it's a brilliant match as well. Like just really good wrestling. Daniel Bryan comes across as such a bastard in it. Yeah. Like when he's just oh, it's the part near the end when he's just kicking the shit out of Well, Paul yeah, and, and that terrified me. That's like when Brock Lesnar was doing the elbows. That's how scary it looked. Yeah, and it's the callback because that's exactly what he did to AJ the night he turned heel because he kicks mm-hmm. him in the balls and everyone's a bit unsure and then he kicks him in the head to make it really stand out and he's doing it against Kofi and then Kofi does it to him afterwards and then there's like, there's just so much great storytelling and obviously like Rowan, Big E and Xavier I thought were brilliant additions. Like it, it, oh, yeah. it could have been oh, massively yeah. overbooked and it just wasn't. It was just they all were great, you know. Um the wrestling was fantastic. It's I never thought I'd get to see Daniel Bryan wrestle at, at some point, and like it broke my heart when he retired, and it made me fucking over the moon when he came back. And I, as huge a fan as I am of him, I still like booed the fuck out of him out of that building, and was still absolutely rooting for Kofi. And I, I, I you know, no problem admitting I was in tears when the when Kofi won, and it was just done so cleanly as well. It wasn't a schmoz, it wasn't anything. He just hit his finishing move first time, and that was that was that. You know, mm-hmm. it was it wasn't a story we'd never seen before in the in the match psychology sense, but like it was done so flawlessly. Mm. Um, but also, it's genuinely like a match or storyline. I would show someone. Yep. Who doesn't really get why people yes. love wrestling? It's the same as like Eddie Guerrero winning the championship. Mm. It's it, it's what it's going to go up in one of those moments. It's I'm going to talk about that forever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Like, the reason why we watch wrestling is because of not even the match as great as the matches is for moments like that and yeah. it's for stories like that. That is why people watch. And I'm just looking at the times for the matches. I've got the Wikipedia page up. That match was nearly 24 minutes. Triple it H and felt Bati- like an eternity, Tri- but in a good way. Well, Triple H and Batista was 25. Now, Triple H and Batista felt like it was about 45. And you could have told me that the Kofi and Daniel Bryan match was 10 minutes, and I'd have believed you. Or you could have told me it was an hour, and I'd have believed you. Like mm-hmm. that's how like, all, all concepts of time went out the window. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, one to to rewatch for the rest of the time. I'm like, like, it sounds so like wanky to say it, but like we are very privileged that we get to live at a time where we could see some the stars align that perfectly for that because it was only six weeks before where that was even being touted as a possibility. You know, for WrestleMania. I remember. Oh yeah, I like. I remember when Kofi um, Kingston was feuding for with Randy Orton. I yep. believe it was for the World Heavyweight. Yeah, the big gold belt, which. Yeah, which at the time that belt was it, it was about on the same level as the Intercontinental Championship, but even that people were like, oh, he could win it, mm. and like that'd be great. It's amazing. He really deserves that. This is like six years later now, and kind of all possibility had gone out of the mind that he'd ever win a big yeah. belt, and he fucking did it. It's, it's like, yeah, it's insane. Samoa Joe squashed Rey Mysterio in a minute. Oh, fucking squashed it. I, th- I, I assume Rey was still injured then, because like, 
they didn't get Dominic involved yeah. or anything like yeah. that. Um, yeah, not a great deal to say about that. Nice for Samoa Joe to have a big performance on a because that was his first uh, WrestleMania match. So I want to say he's he tweeted something like it's the uh, the shortest title defense in WrestleMania history. Yeah, because all the other short ones are title change hands, aren't they? Brian and Sheamus, yeah. Kane and Chavo, things like that. I forgot about Kane and Chavo. <laughs> so that was another people. If, can you imagine if people had been as outraged as they were about Daniel Bryan about Chavo Guerrero? Had we the the birth of the C movement instead of the Yes movement for Chavo? Would have been strange times. Maybe we'd have um, Kerwin White as a world heavyweight champion. <laughs> Maybe Chavo w- be- would have been the one defending his title against Kofi. Who knows, eh? What did you think of uh, Roman and Drew? Happened. Yeah, it was. It was a match that happened on the show. I assure you. Um, I don't remember a lot from it at all. This is. Oh, they had the worst place on the card they could possibly have. There's nothing that could have like followed that match, apart from maybe the main event. Um. Yeah. Yeah, is like Jody said, everything I went out the window after that match took me ages to kind of come down. Mm. My heart was still just racing after the Kofi thing, so I didn't pay much. T- I feel like I couldn't pay much attention to Roman and Drew. One because it's fucking been a long show already, and two after that win. Yeah, it was. Uh, a- I remember. I remember thinking Drew looked really cool. Yeah, he had, really he had the entrance with all the drummers in. Do you remember? Mm. Mm. I remember that was pretty badass. That was about it. Yeah. Triple H and Batista. Ho <laughs> Go right. on. Mark, did you like it? Uh, I thought it was way too long. I thought it should have been a quick 10 minutes. and There was lots of great stuff in it. I thought the cars in Batista's entrance was great. I liked the nose ring stuff. I thought that was fucking hilarious. The... Batista tripping over getting into the ring and then the repeated tables not breaking was a bit of a... It was like the nail in the coffin because it had already gone too long and the show was obviously already very long as it was. Um, how did it look at home? Uh, certainly something. I'd like to preface, preface this by saying it's possibly like my third favourite match of the night. Okay. <laughs> I, loved, I loved it. It was so dumb. It was so dated it like felt like it was 2005 yeah um it was so out of place mm. neither of these guys wrestle anymore yep oh, it's it's too fucking but it's fucking like fantastic none of those things were even in a bad way no <laughs> fucking camille was there by ringside was there holding up her i love batista I side. Notice it was him and i was like and then i looked and i was like that's camille and jack was like what and I was like, mate, that's Kamel. And then when they went over to him, I was like, told you. It's fucking great. Love that. Because <laughs> they, they are genuinely best mates now. Yeah. That's amazing. Just on a side note, um, Batista didn't go to the Avengers premiere. He went to a fan showing of Stuba because he wanted <laughs> to hang out with Kamel instead. Brilliant. Um, um, I thought him tripping over to get whilst he was getting in the ring oh, is possibly... God. The most Batista thing he could have done. I think that's why he's my favourite. Because we're like so similarly stupid. Instead of saying in character, like the character of a guy who beat up Ric Flair. Yeah. And like 
is going to fucking demolish one of his former best friends just because he fucking doesn't like him. And, but then he just breaks character. He starts giggling, giggle? giggling to the referee. He was Shawn Michaels on commentary, going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Shawn Michaels doing commentary yeah. for that match. Fuck's sake! The rotating cast of commentators that they had, fucking just for a cheap pop every every ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, match was fucking way too long. Um, it was it was quite long, yes, but I thought it was so stupid. Uh, it's like a little time capsule of two thousand and five. Yeah. Idi- idiocy and for that I liked it because I liked it it was very nostalgic for me as well as being fucking dumb Yeah, it was... and the nose ring spot come on yeah. how is that not the best fucking thing best death match ever if you ask me mate <laughs> <laughs> nothing on Jimmy Havoc nothing um, on Jimmy Havoc it was the it, it was very much the part of the like there's something for everyone on this show it was very much that for that kind of fan you know the people who haven't so- watched since 2005 some fans who who watched it in 2005 are like parents now. And their kid yeah. might fucking love Seth Rollins. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to stay up with my son and watch WrestleMania. Or my daughter and watch WrestleMania. And, like... Because fucking Triple H and Batista wrestling. Therefore, yeah, my child is going to think. Um, talking of sad, old, bald people. Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. Oh, Christ. Which one do you mean? Yes. <laughs> um, again, this match. Don't remember much action from. No, uh, because you can't do like like we were saying. Six you minutes through, You can't do much with Kurt Angle right now. Yeah. What's remind me the finish? I don't fucking know. I assume an end of days. Or yeah, or a deep six or something like that. No, nah, it'd be um, end of days. He, the deep six is his famouser. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the the what followed the match was always going to be more important than the actual match itself, and sure. that was lovely. Mo- I got a little bit emotional watching it for Kurt Angle. Like, what a hero! Yeah, he deserved yeah. that moment, hundred percent. Yeah, we all got to tell him he sucked one last time. We did. Yeah, um, he he genuinely seemed to be so wrapped up in it, and like so happy that he got to say goodbye to these fans as well because it really wasn't that long ago when we didn't think we'd ever see Kurt no. in WWE again and he didn't think he'd be back uh, so just in the past couple of years for him to be able to come back have a couple of fun goofy matches and then say his sayonara at Wrestlemania is fucking lovely Yeah, thank you Kurt Bob Lash versus the Demon Finn Balor another quick uh, match squash wasn't it yeah, good to the to get a full demon entrance at WrestleMania. I think. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely. I actually, it was four minutes, and I think that was still probably a bit too long. It should have just been like a absolutely pulverizing. Mm. Um, but double stomp. I'm not going to complain. Coup de yeah. yeah, I'm not going to complain about Finn Balor winning the Intercontinental Title. I thought he looked great. Um, before, before we get onto the main event, uh, any thoughts on the? Uh, a certain doctor visiting WrestleMania. Oh, shit. That was my pop of the night. <laughs> so, like, when the Hardys came out, that was a big pop. When Doctor of Thugonomics started playing, I lost my fucking mind, mate. I thought you were going to cry. You gripped me so hard and didn't breathe for at least 45 seconds. Because you've never really seen John Cena. No, like you inhaled so you didn't so really know. Nobody, nobody's really what? seen John Cena, Jack. That's the whole point. <laughs> Wait. But, like... <laughs> 
after the fucking Triple H and Batista match, then throwing me that, it really was 2005. Like, yeah. holy shit. And his fucking, his bars, bruv. Mate. Holy shit. Spitting him. <laughs> when he disses his own fucking movies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love that because it makes me think that the Doctor of Thugonomics is genuinely a different entity yeah. in Johnny Cena's head. I has to watch all of John Cena's shit. <laughs> it's like a weird... Oh. It's trapped inside of John Cena's brain. Oh, yeah. and then like, and again, I genuinely like massively inhaled and did a little squeak, squeal, like fucking schoolgirl, when he said, "No attitude adjustment." Here's the fu. I was mm. just like, "Oh shit!" It's the same fucking move. It's yeah. just named after a swear word, but I fucking <laughs> lost my mind. <laughs> like watching my- it, watching me from the outside must have been strange then. Mine was when he started pumping up on the sneakers because I realised how, like, how much I missed that because obviously that used oh, to be yeah. a huge part and I completely forgot about that. And he just bends down and starts pumping them up. Fuck, that was Adds great. another 10 minutes to the fucking routine. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that was great. Um, and Also, was... when Elias was doing the uh, multiple versions of him, oh, I was convinced Lord. he was going to start doing Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> also, fucking heaven for you, mate. Have you ever seen a segment more designed for me? Three Eliases. <laughs> Fucking never. Holy shit. Great, yeah. Absolutely great. Oh, actually, no, I have seen a segment more, design, more designed for you, and that's uh, the main event, the end of the main event. Well, before uh, what I will say, the segment that was more designed for me was uh, on Raw when The Undertaker interrupted him. That fucking... Oh, shit, yeah. Holy shit, the pop there as well. And, like... I love how he's foreshadowing them as well because he was like, um, what was the line? He said, like, the next person who interrupts me is a dead man. And everyone goes, <gasps> and then the music hits and, like, everyone lost their absolute fucking minds. It was great. That was a proper highlight of the weekend, that. Um, yeah. Glad I paid all that money and got to see The Undertaker's entrance. <laughs> My selfish <laughs> needs as a wrestling fan. The main event, Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte. What do you think? It was... As a match, it was very good. Um, I liked that they were able... It, it goes down to the regular triple threat things where one of them's out the ring for a yeah. while. It was very formulaic in that sense. But um, obviously, Ronda wouldn't be able to go as much or as hard as the other two. But I thought she looked really... She fitted in really well. Mm. I was worried she might like stick out a bit, but she thought she like, nailed it. Um, the ending was strange, huh? Yeah, well, they supposedly messed it up a bit, didn't they? But do you reckon? Why not? Oh yeah, massively. Her shoulders up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's just that's one of them things. That's just but then, like, shame. why would they draw attention to it? Well, no, but you, you, if you watch it back, Corey draw, um, draws attention to it, and then he stops talking, and so some, obviously someone's in his ear being like, "Shut the fuck up, Corey! Like, stop talking about it." Because obviously it's just. But then also, Ronda's like proper protesting, which I guess is in her character. Stuff, but. Yeah, well, I think that was because it was a roll-up anyway. Like, the move was a roll-up. Fucking first women's main event at WrestleMania, and it was ended with a roll-up. Uh, <laughs> I suppose because they can't have a tapping out to Becky, but... Well, Matt Riddle was happy. Loves a roll-up. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, Jodie, what do you think? Um, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad fan, damn it. I know. I'm so deeply aware of that. Again, to quote Tana Tonga, the only wrestling podcast that matters. Yeah. 
And even we don't watch all the women's matches, damn it. <laughs> it's it's, it's well, breaking. Was it, yeah, was it your bathroom break, Jody? <laughs> is that what it was? Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I you was were... so deeply asleep at that point. Yeah, you were cocked out, buddy. <laughs> you weren't the same person after Kofi had won, though. I still you'd left, you'd left, you'd left, changed, yeah, no, man. you changed, man. You waited up, like, you got past Triple H and Batista somehow. And there I think you fell asleep somewhere after that. I had to see Batista. Oh, no, and like, then, for my own then there's the Elias bit. But, like, past 11, I become another human. Mm. And it's just sort of like a half-person cave, like, sort of, like, under-rock dweller, where, like, I can't really form sentences. I just have to sleep. So to stay up till literally four o'clock in the morning is wild. Give me a break. Yes, there has been literally weeks to watch it since, but... Yeah, it took the words out of my mouth there. That was going to be my next point, <laughs> but sure. Let's ignore that part. Yeah. Well, those are our thoughts on a pretty jam-packed full WrestleMania weekend. Um, one got... of the best menus in fucking ages. Yeah, picked me. a fucking good one. The best one I've ever watched. What? Yeah? You reckon so? Yeah, the best. Well, the best, best one you stayed up to watch, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was solid. Um, we've got some other things we want to talk about in the world of wrestling, I take it. Um, Jodie, do you want to kick us off? We'll yeah, gonna... I'll go for it. I've got to find mine. I'm going to put out to the table just two words. Bray Wyatt. What's going on there, then? Well, that's not two words anymore, is it? But um, uh, uh, I, sh- Yeah, elaborate. So, go on. It's the... Uh, Firefly Funhouse, which I find incredibly hard to say. Fire, um, Firefly Funhouse. Um, what was it that you likened it to, which I didn't understand? Um, don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. A viral video on that their YouTubes, which is like a, looks like a very friendly weird kids show and then it starts getting really fucking weird. Like, bad acid trip weird. You'd hate it. Probably. Um, I loved this. Yeah. I don't understand. I have literally no clue why this is a thing or who came up with it, but I would love to know. Oh, absolutely um, him, I would imagine. No, I'm hoping what so. He's like, yeah. I, it's, I, I want to know how far they're going to take it because it feels to me like something they're going to do twice and then drop again. And I did read a headline that said that the key stakeholders oh, that's, hated that's it. That's apparently bollocks because that article came out on Tuesday afternoon and they repeated the exact same segment on SmackDown. So, okay. like, if it's pissed off your shareholders that much, you're not going to repeat the whole thing. And it's gotten, like, millions of views on YouTube. It's the most viewed WWE video in ages on their YouTube channel. Yeah. It's, it's great. I, I think it'll be fine. I hope that it's, like, a thing. I yeah. want to see Bray back. Like, do you remember the hey, oh, the heyday? When it was... Oh, when he was WWE champion. When the whole, like, Luke Harper potentially was going to be champion. And then, like, oh. it was just before the bloody Treehouse of Horror episode of <laughs> WrestleMania that they did. Like, it was just before that. And everything was fantastic. And it was so spooky. And it was creepy. Like... I hope that they do... Like, this will be creepier than any of that. Like, this is genuinely, like... If it's somehow scarier... Yeah, because he's going to snap eventually. And something like... You've seen all the... 
obviously where he references I used to be a very bad man and he's like he literally fucking takes a chainsaw to a cardboard cut out of himself like it's gonna get weird it's gonna get wet and wild it's gonna I be... just have one question about it Go which um, obviously WWE are moving away from the the key focus being kids to the key focus probably being us um, us three specifically specifically us three yeah um how does this sort of work with kids? Like, how far Cause it scares will they them. take it before it come, becomes something that's actually potentially problematic? Like, if you're... I, I just feel like if it's, if it's going to turn into something like a viral video, like one of those horrible jump scare things, like... Are you saying he's going to turn into Momo? If he's going to become Momo, like, what's... No, How does I don't that fit I, in? No, I don't think it's on that level. I think it's something that if you're a kid watching WWE and you have any familiarity with, with WWE, you know who Bray Wyatt is. So the whole thing is not this is scary to me. The thing is I'm worried about when he's gonna turn bad because you know it's coming and you, Yeah, that's it, what I mean. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I think that him. all of this is gonna seem normal and it's gonna seem because like kids' shows are creepy. They're they're yeah. strange. Like this is all gonna seem very Yeah fun and very interesting like and like like oh okay cool like kids are gonna be into it like not because like kids can only like kids shows but like it's it, they're gonna be familiar with this what is gonna happen when it snaps like they'll be, that's they'll, they'll be worried they'll be scared but i'd say kids, kids also used to be scared of the undertaker yeah i guess the way that i hope that it happens is to be really weird like I hope it, because that's the kind of thing that's going to scare us like maggots projected on the ring is not going to scare people our age but like unnerving kids show wholesome we know it's not wholesome stuff is like actually freaky yeah and i think that like oh what how how are like the kids gonna react to this when everything goes inevitably wrong wherever it's going i want jordan peele to direct it oh my god also, I'm very intrigued to see how it will translate to the ring. Well, again, sure. with most Bray Wyatt things, it never properly does. The fuck is gonna? Is he gonna come out? Yeah, but what's his ring gear gonna be? He's gonna be in that weird. Spot. Oh, please, yes. The fucking that's. I think as I as I creep ever nearer to my thirties, I think the that sweatshirt and skinny jeans combo is absolutely what a man of my stature could be rocking at this point. I'm I'm going out on a limb and saying Bray Wyatt is my, now my style icon. I like that. I'll take yeah. it. I can't wait to see your white dreads, mate. Yeah, and my undercut. Fucking shave the sides and just, just the top, please, Gov. Um, I think... He looks like he's going to sell me meth. I think he's looking smart these days. Yeah, I like it. I like his tattoo up the back of the head thing. I'm into it. I like his hair now. Apart from the fact it is white dreads. He is if a white just, dreads, yeah. If we just take that out of the equation, it's a look. Yeah, if it was just a ponytail, it would be fine. Um, yes. I, I, yeah, I'm massively in favour for this. I think I think the segment was great. I'm looking forward to more of it. I When we were in the ar- arena at Raw and they showed the, the cardboard box with the puppet coming out of it, it was literally like what in the absolute fuck was that like everyone was so weirded out and like lost and people didn't tr- um twig that it was Bray Wyatt because you couldn't quite tell that was his music in the background so people were just like what the fuck have we just watched like what on earth 
is this an advert for a game or something? Like, they didn't realise it was a superstar vignette. Um, and to flip it so amazingly into a fun, happy-go-lucky kids TV character is is wild to me. But I love it because, and I've said this to someone else before, it's the, he spent so long trying to attract you with, like, or he, he spent so long trying to trap people with vinegar and now he's trying it with honey. That's the, the tactic. He's, what instead a of, good match, yeah. Yeah, well, instead of kidnapping you and fucking about with you and hurting you and causing you pain and terror and everything, he's going to lure you in and then and then trap you. Because a cult leader wants to get more followers and this is going to be how he gets it. He's going to be yeah. making this weird. Look at me now. I've got me on kids' show. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what's your, um, what would you like to bring to the show? Uh, it's very general newsy stuff, but just wanted to talk about the superstar shakeup and get your thoughts on the whole shebang. Anything in particular, or just the whole? Well, I was going to go through and tell Jody what's going down. Well, I don't think WWE knows think... what's going on at this point. So, Roman Reigns has gone to SmackDown, as has yep. Finn Balor with the Intercontinental Championship. Yep. So we can assume Samoa Joe will be showing up on Raw. He did, yeah, he showed up this week. He's on Raw now? Watch, That's not on the list, though. Watch the product. No. I do. Oh, yeah, he was in a um, a match to... Yeah, he was in the triple threat with AJ yeah. and Ray. That AJ won. I watched the fucking product, mate. I only watch the Instagram stories. Do you go to, do you go to journalism for that one, mate? <laughs> Excuse me. That was such a good little fucking interview. <laughs> Well, fucking notice, Cam. They didn't say that, but <laughs> yeah. in my head, that's what they said. Uh, Elias is on SmackDown. This is Bailey, yep. Ember Moon, Kyrie Zane, uh, one half of Jody's new favourite tag team. Uh, Lars Sullivan, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, Mickey James, Otis, and Tucker. Oh, yeah, Raw. Oh, Bailey. Sticks and wits. Going to Raw is AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Alistair Black, but not. No. Nope. He's staying now, isn't he? Yeah. He's on SmackDown now. Yeah. Because he wants to be with his wife, and that's pretty cool. Uh huh. Selena Vega and Andrade, who are also staying on SmackDown. Yep. Because he wants to be with his girlfriend. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. Oh, I think that's cool. Also, there's rumours that it's because Fox are going to want the product to have more Hispanic stars. Yeah. I saw that, but I think apparently the the main reason is the relationship thing, because they've tried to keep all of the couples together. That's fair. That works very well. Um, Eric and Eva, the Viking experience. Whose name has has changed again. It has. Viking, what is it now? Viking Warriors. Can we just talk about the Viking experience for a second? Please. They. Jenny, what are your thoughts on that name? Is From War Raiders to the Viking experience. Truly awful. And that's about as much as I have to say about it. It sounds like a really shit documentary that's showing on like the History Channel. What, whatever, like, terrible remakes. Jack, what, whatever joke you've got to make about it has already been made on Twitter because seemingly every joke in the entire world was made about it when it happened. I've yeah. never, wrestling fans are such a di- divided community and yet everyone united just to make the, the same jokes about the Viking experience. Uh, it's nice that we can so come together dumb. as a community for this one thing. It is, for the, for the important things. The, uh, the Viking so yeah. community. 
the Viking community. That'd be better than the Viking experience. Uh, well, they've they um, changed their name now twice in two weeks. It's going to get to a point... They're going to just change it every week. I want them to change it every week. They'll get all the way to WrestleMania, and their story arc will be, what will their names be at WrestleMania? And then it will just be like, dudes with ship. Guys with Or they actually yeah. come... They come out as War Machine at WrestleMania, and it gets a huge fucking pop. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Andrade and Miss Vega are also staying on the land of opportunity. Uh, Rey Mysterio is on Raw, as they're, are the they're, rent, they're renting out the house that AJ Styles built. Their rent there's quite expensive. Mm. Uh, and, of course, if the Usos are going, Naomi must follow. Yeah. Uh, EC3... Lacey Evans, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander. Yep. I'm excited for Cedric Alexander. Hopefully he gets a bit more action. Yeah, he had a match with Cesaro this week. Cesaro's also on Raw. Oh yeah, Cesaro fucking killed him. Yeah, really. can we... Uh, so, um, oh yeah, I have two questions for you, Mark. As someone on. who watches the product. Yep, I Number do. one is, Sheamus has a bad injury or something? He's apparently done. You know, I think we spoke about this probably a year or two ago. He, he's got the spinal stenosis thing, the thing that Edge and Stone Cold had. Um, mm. And they were like, he was basically done at any point and like managed to carry on and do a lot better than anyone thought he would and get to WrestleMania with Cesaro. But apparently he's just like, he's just in a lot of pain and, and he's done. So they just quietly split him up, which is Aww. fucking heartbreaking, really. Um, yeah. What a team. Great wrestler, great team. Yeah. Um, mm. Just fucking absolute trooper. Ready-made storyline. Ready, not even a good brother. He's a really good brother. Ready-made storyline. Ready-made storyline for when they split up. Like, let's get to the final. Who's the best of seven? Like, you know, all of that. You oh. think how many titles he's had and everything. He's done more than most in a relatively short time, actually. Ten years or so. Very, very good work. He always did what was asked of him. And no I forgot to mention this in the tag match earlier, but when Cesaro was swinging people round and he was doing the... Oh, um, my God. That went on for so long. Uh-huh. Yeah. Holy shit, that went on forever. Oh, ricochet. Oh, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, through, what, and then it's like, nah, mate, he's getting swung. And I tell you what, they spun round nearly 30 times and Cesaro puts him down and wasn't dizzy at all. He was absolutely fine. He went straight into the next thing. Superhuman. Cesaro's a fucking machine. And Seamus is just there fucking... Planting holes in everyone's chest with his fucking <laughs> fists. Um, yeah, sad for Seamus, but very, you know, grateful he can retire without being paralyzed or whatever. Oh, this is all wait and see because he could come back in a month's time and be fine, you know. Who knows? Did you see Cesaro's interview after his match? Yeah, yes, I did, where he just like fucked I, off the I quite, Yeah, quite like that. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um, my. Uh, and also, where is Biggie? He's injured. Oh, okay. As has been I men- like, as, I, as has been mentioned several times on the product, Jack. Um, I, I did watch the product. I watch it all on YouTube because that's the free way to watch things. Yeah, he's, he, he, he got injured videos. in. The, he got injured on the just show. straight into Kevin Owens's. Yeah, temporarily joining him. Yeah, well, he got injured on the SmackDown After Mania, and that's where the Kevin Owens arc came from. And now, and now Kevin Owens has turned on Kofi Kingston. Where is the justice? Um... My thoughts on the shake-up were, I think SmackDown's women division is, like, lit as fuck. Like, Bailey Bailey has looked like a bigger superstar on SmackDown than she ever did on Raw. She looked great this week. Mm -hmm. And they've got, like, sad for the Riot Squad, but, like, I think Liv... Liv... What's her last name? Morgan. Morgan. Oh, I was thinking more. 
Um, Liv Morgan could do great stuff on her own. I, having Ember there and Mickey there just really strengthens them. Just really excited for the possibilities because it's been like Becky versus Charlotte, Becky versus Charlotte for so long. I, I appreciate they're having another match at the next pay-per-view, but the possibilities after that are pretty endless, I think. But they've acknowledged um, it and worked into the story that they've yeah. done Becky and Charlotte a lot. Yeah. And like people like Bailey are sick of it, and I like that. And a division where Bailey, Ember Moon, Becky and Asuka all exist, and Charlotte... And Kyrie, oh, and I'm just I'm just naming the whole division at this point. It's fucking great. It's so good. I reckon. Apart from Naomi. I reckon. Yeah, whatever. Once, uh, I reckon once. Uh, I think Becky's going to drop the title to Charlotte because because she would have had a really tough match with um, the Southern Belle. What's her name? Lazy Sa- Sarah Palin. Lacey Evans. Thank you. Well, I'm just a Southern gal. I'm just one of them that WWE championship. I really like her. Mm. <laughs> I liked her promo. I thought it was a really strong promo. thought she had a decent match. Uh, Where's the wrestling? Continue. She's done a wrestle now. Yeah. Um, I reckon Becky's going to stay on Raw after that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I reckon that. she's going to be like, you have to pick one. Sorry, Becky. And she stays on Raw. Which no, means I can we see that. Get Becky, I th- Becky, Naomi. Yeah, well, no, I think because if she drops a SmackDown title, then she's only the Raw champion, so she has to be on that brand. And obviously, Rollins is on there, so she's going to be with her her bay. Mm. Um, I thought both tag divisions looked a lot better as a result of the of it. Sad about mm-hmm. like sanity splitting up. I just like that's. I mean, they were so wasted from the moment they arrived. Like they've never oh, had yeah. a chance to do anything, and I don't foresee. Either Eric Young or Killian Dane getting a fair shot on either show. Alexander Wolfe's probably the one that's going to get the most screen time in NXT UK. Um, mm. But for the most part, I thought, like, Usos and Revival, like, hook it into my veins, please. Just give me an hour oh, of yeah. it. Um, well, is, um, where's Nikki Cross gone? Because I saw the bit where they, still like, not, still not on a brand, still not branded. But then she was. She yeah. did have that bit where like Sanity come out and then do they just let her loose. I think she'll be end up on SmackDown, but I'm not I'm not sure. I think so. I don't think they're gonna push her, I reckon. I hope so. She's great. They're all she's great. All four of them were great. It's just a shame. But such is life. Um I really was a big fan of getting Roman away from Seth. Like if Dean's gone, then just like let's remove yeah. all of those connotations. Have. I think he's going to be what Batista was to SmackDown in 2006. Yeah. Roman's going to be. A big powerhouse that all the smaller guys mm-hmm. have to take down. Mm-hmm. I like that narrative. Um, also punch Vince McMahon on his first night there. Fucking bang him. Yeah, always gets you in a good book. Loads of like great smaller guys that you can work with there and people that he's got a proven history with of having great matches. And it's great for Seth as well because it kind of de facto makes him the biggest name on Raw, which he was never really going to be when Roman was there, even if he was the champion. You know, um... And Seth, you know, we're getting Seth AJ. There's, you know, room for plenty more similar matches. Um, If God fucking cross all your fingers and toes and touch wood and everything, if Daniel Bryan is okay, well, you know, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, Bryan versus Balor, you know. Get well soon, Daniel. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Um, What are your thoughts on a Mr. Robert Roode? I think it's got real potential. That's probably the most talking and character time he's had since he's been on the main roster, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, which I'm is just happy he's bizarre. here again. 
I really like the rationale for it, and I really, I, you know, it's it's only been a week, but I think it's it's got real potential because he, he's playing the shitbag that he was in NXT. Um, mm. You know, the guy who wants to politic his way to the top and wants to compete for only the you know elite viewers and and make you know make make Raw great again, that kind of thing. Um, and I think the name change completely tracks because why would a forty odd year old formal posh man call himself Bobby? He'd want to be Bobby? Robert. You know, and yes. the ironic thing is, I've been calling him variations of Bob, Rob, and Robert for a long fucking time, and now that he's changed his name, I can't seem to stop calling him Bobby. So, um, <laughs> you'll have to correct. Me I like that he ha- he has both the mustache of Jake the Snake Roberts and Ravishing Rick, Rick Rude. Rude. Yeah, and he's Robert Rude. That makes me very happy. Ah, I didn't think about that. Very yeah. good. Very good. Portman. He he is just he is just becoming Ravishing Rick Rude though, and I'm fucking here for that. Yeah. Give me all of that. Um, any other thoughts from you on on any of the moves, the big trades? I'm really into this whole Kyrie and Asuka thing. Yeah, like, big time. Good. You had the biggest. We had, we were watching that just before we started recording. You had the biggest smile on your face. I really like them both. I love Kyrie. I really, really, really rate her. Mm. And I think together with Paige as the the mouth or whatever is happening at the moment is cool i like it yeah i i don't want them to be with page forever because i'd be happy if their promos were just ask us screaming in japanese yeah i'd be fine with that but not everyone that's not what this man wants i don't think no but yeah good for them and good for that good for page i suppose for having a a role on tv because i think smackdown has has missed her since she got sacked mm. um talking of being sacked um my topic for this week is Mr. Mr. Harper, Luke Harper, um, who recently asked for his release. I saw him in the dark match at SmackDown, fucking jumped out of my chair when his music hit because I couldn't believe I was seeing him in the flesh. Um, he had, I don't know if you've seen his access match with Don- Donovan Dijakovic, I think I've pronounced I that not. right. I would it, love to. It's, I am it's, excited it's, to watch it. It's on the network. It's great. It's well worth your investment of time. It's fucking brilliant. Um the crowd is like white hot for it, which is unheard of at an access taping, like at a throwaway fan convention. Um, all built off of his social media because people care about him so much. He was in the Andre and he was a surprise entrant and everyone was going mad for him. And when he got eliminated by Strowman, because he had like a, a minor stare off with Strowman oh, at one no. point. Your picture's gone. Are you still there? Oh no. The worst time in. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, there you are. Um, he had a minor stare down with yeah, minor stare down with Strowman, and everyone was like, "Ooh, former Wyatt family." And then when he eliminated him, like people were out of their chair, people were outraged, people were chanting for him. No, oh, we were um, fucking stupid. so mad. Yeah, and when you think of like the pu- the the push that he generated himself in the access match, and the coverage it had gotten online, given that he was a surprise entrant in the match, it was kind of like, oh, shit, he might win the Andre, but, on, you know, lo and behold, he didn't. Um, and now it's come out that... Now it's come out that he's asked for his release. He posted a thing on Twitter saying he's asked for his release from the company. It's just come out in the old backstage insider gossip today that um, instead of granting him his release, a 39-year-old family man that wants to go and have one last run on the indies, they've decided to add an extra six months to his contract to make up for the time he missed with his injury and his surgery, and they're not going to let him go. So, 
They're just going to have him on contract and not let him wrestle. They want him so that no one else can have him. That's that's it. Because they know he can go straight to AEW or, or anywhere. Like anywhere. Anywhere. I don't think yeah. he would go to AEW. I like he'd go to Chikara or back to you know where or he'd go to Japan or somewhere. And like I can see him doing like the odd show in the UK. I can see like ICW doing stuff with him. Yeah, he'd be a great fit for a lot Shit. of different places. Oh he'd... my god! If I get to see Luke Harper, oh, he'd be a great fit. See Rev Pro doing like Rev Pro doing like a one-off match. Yeah, they like to have people doing their kind of farewell calls. Oh. Um, yeah, I just think it's what a shame. It's but... a shame. Well, yeah, like obviously yeah. he's you know he's earning a paycheck. He's putting bread on bread on the table for the family and all that kind of thing and he still gets to play to um wrestle at live shows but man should be multiple time world champion he's my cesaro everyone talks about cesaro being how he should be a top guy luke harper's mine like his potential to be champion a few years ago is one of my favorite things that i've ever personally experienced within wrestling i was every day excited that that could have been a possibility yeah Oh well, um, yeah. Hopefully, I think it's hopefully going to be a good thing. He's in my top five favorite wrestlers, and I hope that that just means that we can enjoy him in other ways, we'll where all, he will be the biggest like, name. Card. Sexually, we'll, yeah, we'll always maybe. have his amazing Instagram. Yeah, Larry, you know what that means. Um, so um, now that we've gotten all of the non-important stuff out of the way it's time to get to the most important part of this show uh the sexton hardcastle award for hairstyle of the month um i have sent you to uh the nominations for this month we have raw's no way jose defending his crown from last month um no way jose no way jose will he win again this month or maybe he will that's up to you to decide um have you got the the document in front of you yes we do um, I don't, so that makes you one better than me. I can't remember who I nominated. Ha-ha. I've got it here. Um, so, No Way Jose is defending his crown against the previously mentioned Bray Wyatt. I guess representing Raw, although who knows. Um, Bray Wyatt's new hair that he's got. New situation. Yeah, the follicle situation. The, the hair experience, that's what we call it. <laughs> Um, representing SmackDown, R-Truth, who's been having his up in a bandana lately, which I thought was quite new. He normally wears his hair down, so I thought, I'll recognise that, R-Truth. I'll, that's what's up. I'll have it I'll have it nominated here. That's what's up, his hair, because it's literally up in a thing. That's a joke there for all you hair fans. And then representing NXT, <laughs> representing NXT Miss Candice LeRae, who I'd completely... Um, forgotten that she dyed her hair when Johnny turned heel it was like a proper I'm going to dye my hair darker because I'm a heel now but um, I thought she's a she looks nice Candice LeRae representing NXT and her whole gender alright well (laughs) (laughs) I picked fucking who did I pick last month for the nominations Deanna Parazzo and you were all like do do you fancy or something and the answer is yes I do but still (laughs) All right, next month, depending on who you pick to win, next month it will be all women, because equality. I have something I would like to bring up, just as a potential... We can't nominate, because technically it wasn't shown on the product. It was an Instagram thing. Right. But Naomi with the fro. Full Naomi afro. Have you seen it? No. It's absolutely no. beautiful. Um, I'll well, show if she, Well, if she wears it, oh. if she has it like that next time she's on TV, God knows whenever that will be... Um, 
she'll be eligible. Could you imagine that? Wrestling with a throne. Oh, I would. I imagine it every day. I'm like, why is it? Could do a diving headbutt and you wouldn't feel a thing. Naomi is not showing. On Instagram. Trinity Fatu. Trinity Fatu, yeah, it's not Naomi. I thought you were a fan. I thought thought if you searched the name that it's under, there we go. Oh, it's because it's WWE superstar Naomi. Look. In case you forget where she works. That glory. Beautiful. Oh. Yes. Oh. Glorious. Oh, I love it so much. I don't think it's going to stay like that, but I just wanted to put it out there. It was fantastic. Sure. I know who I'm nominating. Go on. Bray Wyatt. Wow. I understand that it's problematic, but if we can step past But I don't that, care. Just just to, for the sheer difference of how he was to how he looks now, like that for him is essentially going to like hundred pound barbers and being like having like the swishest like sure. sweet like yeah, that if we, is if we had a most improved category this would win by landslide yeah. and i love that the tattoo like goes into it oh, I'm just has he always swear. had that I'm tattoo sorry. or is that since he's no right. i think it's new not not new new but like i think it's since he's well yeah because he's he's been gone since whenever the b team won the tag titles that's how long ago yeah a long time because that was the match him and Matt lost. Um, Jack, what are you saying? Having him and No Way Jose next to each other on this page <laughs> looks like they're trying to sell me two very different kinds of drugs. It's really weird. Um, Christ. Are you going with Bray, Jody? I am going with Bray. I don't want to vote for Bray. Jody, Jody oh. then give me your 3-2-1. Bray's number one. Bray... Um, Jose. That's two, yeah. And then, yeah, and then, um, R-Truth. Not a big fan of Candace's. Wow, why? I just think that for, there's so many, like, really cute, like, brightly coloured hair looks on the roster. I just think it's a bit like baby's first step. Wow! I mean, Candice Ray will literally murder you, so... Yeah, I'm, she can do it. I'm happy to let her. But, like, I don't know. It's just not my fave. Don't get murdered. Jack, what's your top three? Uh, Give me three, two, one. Three, two, one. R Truth. Ray Wyatt. No way, Jose. Ooh, oh, that's a tie. That's your choice, my friend. For fuck's sake. Why does this happen? Because of a flawed system. Yeah, you literally. Just I agree. Normally. I agree. Um, I'm looking now. What's your criteria for the hair of the month? I think um, punch pizzazz. Mm. Um, punch and pizzazz. I just go shock for and awe. Shock and awe. That's third category um, um big mood big mood vibe and also um just the, the general level of grooming i think like effort a, put a into bit it. Of effort in but it. at the same time no effort can be really good i.e luke harper i'm going to say 
No way, Jose, still. Hey. Because, because, and you mentioned the punch and the pizzazz. That still punches me in the face every time I see it on TV. It's if still... Monster, if Monster Energy Drink was hair, it'd look like that. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. yeah. So weird. Congratulations, No Way Jose. It was tough. It was a tough defence this month. Um, who knows if you if you if you'll escape this unscathed or if you'll carry some injuries into your next defence. Um, maybe you'll cut it all off. Then we'll be fucked. Oh yeah, we we we'll have to see what happens if we if we get Fandangoed where it will get shaved off like he used to do every time he won beard of the week. Oh no. The scab. Um, yes. Anyway. Don't call Fandango a scab. <laughs> Um, that wraps up our WrestleMania wrap up. Um, if you have any thoughts or things we didn't cover, please keep them to yourselves. Um, you, know, you can tweet us at with the kayfabe, um, or are we anywhere else online now? That's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, that's it. We don't have a gram yet. Would you like to yet? Gram yet? Tweet us. Tweet us, and we might get a grab. Tweet us telling us you want us to have an Instagram, and then Instagram us telling us you want us to have a Snapchat. And Snapchat? Snapchat. Snapchat on FaceSpace. I want Vine to come back, and then we can get a Vine. And we can do it for Should the I Vine. I do some TikToks? We're not doing TikToks. Definitely not. Um, you can tweet us at with the kayfabe, share our podcast, leave a review, um, tell all your friends, um, and... We will be back next month to discuss. What's the next pay-per-view? Money in the Bank. No, it's not, is it? Yeah, it's Money in the Bank. It's, that's, that's on the hype in with uh, Charlotte, Becky. Surely not. Hang on. Sh- surely so, my friend. Surely no, so. No, it's normally like Payback or Backlash or... Uh, Payday. Extreme, yeah. extreme, extreme Rules. Payday. Payday. Upcoming events. God damn it, you're right. Money in the Bank. May 19. Doesn't happen often, but sometimes. Yeah. Isn't May 19 the date that Kane kept going on about? May 19th. May 19th. May 19th. Uh, and we know that, ladies and gentlemen, because we keep up with the kayfabe and you should do the same. <laughs> There's my hammy sign-off. Let me tell you about some of my favourite children's shows. I like In the Night Garden. I like Blue's Clues. I already signed off really well, and now you've just... There we go. I'm sorry.